0: Oh my god, Emily. She's like a little squirrel. I
1: <laughs> imagine being a squirrel over nuts.
0: here eating her nuts. This is you, you guys who are just now realizing that you are uh, lovers ASMR. of ASMR, you're welcome.
1: I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily whine and talk about musicals. Welcome.
0: Wine is a double time You're welcome. <laughs> I hate it. I, thanks, I hate it. Welcome to Wines and Dolls. Podcast where we get drunk. And, uh, you know, we talk about musicals. You took my wine. You put your wine over here. My wine back. Are you drunk already? No,
1: I took one sip my of this wine because it's bad.
0: Wow. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Hey. How's your smooge? It's all right. Technically now, I mean, we're recording two weeks before my wedding, but now I'm married. Hey. Oh, my God. You're married. I'm married now. Oh, well, is your first episode married. So it'd be my first episode married if we were Oh, we, we should come up with something recording. cute. Uh, no, it's okay. Especially now, now that We did something like, cute all October.
1: That's true. Now we're doing cuter things.
0: I hate that now November is... Family-friendly month, insinuating that I'm pregnant, but I'm not.
1: We don't, as of right <laughs> this second, we don't know. <laughs> I'm not. The tarot cards say that God, you are. My the tarot
0: cards. Are. Last episode said that I were. Whatever, it's not, not true. Anyway, and she, it's not true. She had not, a not, child
1: out of sin. Out of wedlock. Oh, that's cute. Do you believe in sin?
0: That's adorable. <laughs> how precious. Technically,
1: if, a, if there is a father that is human, then there is are sin if we want to get down and dirty with it. I, sure. That is, that is the belief. That is how that works. You know, some people believe that sin is passed down by the mother, but that doesn't make any sense. Sins? Because they're like, oh, it's from Eve, but really it's from Adam.
0: I don't believe any of You're that. You're the one who went to
1: the Christian school. I'm just, I'm just, I'm tossing out. I didn't go out, there because I was Christian. Oh, I was just tossing out like, like bibliology or whatever it's bibliology? called. Bibliology? The biblioteca.
0: Bi- <laughs> La biblioteca. No, I'm not religious in the least. The uh, The wedding ceremony is pagan and uh, Irish traditions Irish Irish and Catholic not Catholic Irish and Scottish traditions of hand fasting ceremony technically
1: I love the how the Irish I realized this recently I thought it was just like my tour guide but they say like tree. oh yeah and so your wedding is on the the 23rd 23rd 23rd
0: 23rd of October Yep. yes and if you go and you ask for a and Orchard Thieves at the bar, you can get yourselves an Orchard Thieves. It's really quite nice. But don't, don't go... Know. Do not drink your Orchard Thieves in the cathedral.
1: <laughs> don't know what just happened.
0: <laughs> Orchard Thieves. It's one of my favorite Guinness. ciders in Ireland. It's,
1: oh, because I actually I was like, I didn't know that's what that it. was.
0: Orch- Orchard Thieves. I can't find it here in the States. Guinness. Guinness is... A, it's much better in Ireland.
1: I just That's the Irish word I know is Guinness. Guinness.
0: Yeah, yeah actually, if you go to Ireland... Go on the
1: Guinness tour because it's qu- oh yeah quite
0: lovely. It's lunch and go on the Jameson tour. Jameson tastes different in Ireland as well. No, oh, I haven't done that because I'm already drunk.
1: You're all, you're all Irelandly drunk. I'm Irelandly drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My God.
1: Hey Chelsea. Hey Emily. What are you drinking? smooge We're, Did it smooge you? It, it you go, all smooze, over me, James. It's smooch. It sounds me. like smooch. I was trying to make it less dirty.
0: If you listen to our last episode, we are batch recording today for two episodes so that I don't have to do anything wedding weekend. Thank you. Excuse me. And so uh, I'm still drinking on this strawberry banana smooch, and I'm liking it less and less now. Probably because it's warm now. Probably because it's, it's warm now. Sorry. It's like a warm smoothie. I'm not a fan. Hey, Emily.
1: <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. What are you drinking on? I'm honestly probably not going to drink it. It's the it's lagerine and I like... <laughs> well, so I poured a little bit of it, and I've been letting it air out for the last like two hours, and then I went to go drink it again, and it's still, still equally as acidic. Can I? Can I yeah. try it? I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. And I'm also eating like Brazil nuts and trail mix, or it's not trail mix? Ah, uh, it's the urban, it's the nut mix from your party. Ah, uh, this tastes like it's got like rubbing alcohol. it. I know it. it tastes really weird. Ah, uh, I don't know, it's from Trader Joe's. Ugh.
0: Oh, God. I, I think it was just like,
1: actually, this was the red wine from your party. I'm glad we didn't open it. I'm glad we didn't open it. Damn. As well. Though we might have been drunk enough after that, um, what was after that? After the whiskey. The, the pink whiskey, whiskey stuff. Yeah. 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 Then it probably would have tasted great. Ugh. Did you finish that yet?
0: No. I'm was gonna, it called Sweet Revenge? Sweet Revenge, yeah. No. I wish they would sponsor it. Yeah, that Damn. stuff was like, it was pretty good. Yeah. Mix it with some sparkling wine, and you got a nice drink.
1: I could not believe one of your friends was drinking it by itself. And I was oh, like
0: Allison! Get it, girl. Holy
1: hell! She's a mother of four. <laughs> well, it was just like really sweet. It was like so sugary. It was like drinking syrup. Like I want to, I want to pour it on top of oh. my pancakes. Oh, I mean that—that that was
0: Allison. You remember Allison? Yeah, one I of our it patrons. Was Allison, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah.
1: trying not to call her out, and then you called her out. But I didn't want to be the one calling out your friend. Wait, did I call her out? Yeah, you just said it was Allison. Yeah, patron. no, that was what I my, said she was our patron oh, for a while. It's one of your friends from the party who was drinking the sweet revenge. You go.
0: Allison, Allison. yeah, she <laughs> was our patron for a while. I love her. We've been friends since seventh grade. No, she's really yeah, sweet. She's I, cool. just thought, I was just and like, Damn. she can drink. Oh my gosh! Okay, fun fact. And Allison, if you're listening to this, I apologize. Um, she, we all went to Vegas for her 21st birthday.
1: Oh, and she, I love that she you're got, apologizing, to Allison. We, <laughs> we
0: well, okay. So backstory: she's she was married at that point. Okay, she got married because Bo went into the the army early on in life. Um, and so we were all celebrating her 21st birthday in Vegas and it was so much fun, but she got super shit faced drunk. Like I, I got real drunk too. I went to bed before you? any of the fun happened and, uh, I and I was, a
1: stripper showed up and the prostitutes.
0: No, I wish, I wish, but like they had a great time that night they got super fucking drunk and had to be wheelchaired back apparently, oh. but <laughs> she, she was hung over for weeks after her 21st birthday but found out it wasn't a hangover. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was her firstborn.
1: You got her pregnant?
0: I didn't get her pregnant. She was already pregnant. Oh, she found out she was pregnant. She, was, she found out she was pregnant when she got back from oh, Vegas. Oh, I thought that she
1: conceived in Vegas. No.
0: Uh, oh my god, no. Okay, let me rephrase it. She found out she was pregnant because she couldn't get over her hangover from Vegas from her 21st birthday. That's just one of my favorite stories. I just love that. Story. But I know it's, it's not, not because my
1: story. she got ve- she didn't get pregnant in vegas no not in vegas no you know they say what happens in vegas stays in vegas ah
0: i just broke the rule anyway Mm
1: -hmm. hey emily hey chelsea what are you whining about i just put an almond in my mouth and then you ask me hey is that your wine um no um i i don't know at this point might be healed maybe hopefully um oh you canceled my copy i didn't cancel anything You canceled it it says it failed no it's your fault can you it's re- probably because it's open and we're recording. Oh, fuck. We're trying to do a transfer while we're All also right. recording. We'll have to nah, do it after. I'll suck it. Hopefully it'll heal by now, but I fractured my finger two weeks ago. Meow. And I don't think I've whined about it yet. You haven't? No. Because we haven't recorded in two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it hurts.
0: Aww. It
1: hurts. And it um, it's from stupid... Oh, yeah, no, this is big wine. Okay, I remember now. Maybe I have whined about it. Oh, shit. Um... Dogs, if you have a dog, and there is a person with a dog. Oh, this. Do not approach said dog with your dog, especially without permission. Mm Mm-hmm. And when the person, if they say, don't do it, then don't do it. I wonder why. Why, It's like this guy tried to be polite, and then he just didn't fulfill the politeness. Because then my dog and my brother's dog freaks out, and it fractures my top joint of my finger. If it had been... Like, in the finger, it would have been a cast. But because it was the top joint, there's nothing they can do about it except for buddy tape it. And now my right hand is stupid. My agent goes, how's your finger? And I go, it's dumb. (laughs) She's
0: like, yeah, but can you, like, go into auditions and shit?
1: Yes, but it's dumb. My finger looks, like, fucked up. So I went and got, um, I got cryotherapy on it this morning to try Aww. and get the, the swelling to go down but because it's, it's been two weeks and it looks exactly the same Ugh. so i'm probably gonna have a fucked up middle finger the rest of my life oh. <laughs> see family hey, so anyways <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding what are you whining about uh positive wine oh sparkling 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 more sparkling than this really bad yeah. Red wine
0: yeah yeah yeah. oh that's a terrible wine i really wish we had opened you know rose because it's really bad
1: if you let it sit on your tongue it actually isn't as bad i don't want to do that okay thanks though
0: um i so today is we're, we're back in earlier mid-october right now um i got to go uh volunteer with the Houston Ballet this morning, and I had a really good time. Of course, it's like Sunday morning. I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do things on my day off because I've been working on all of my days off to make extra money for the wedding so we can go do more stuff on the honeymoon. Anyway, I didn't want to get up and do it, but this is kind of a job-related thing because I'm learning how to do sensory-friendly performances, and I just want to gather all the information. So I went and volunteered for the ballet and saw how they did it. I've got some really good ideas, and I've got a follow-up meeting with the people in the education department in two weeks. So I think it's going to happen. I think I'm going to be able to do this. I get to start a new initiative, and I'm really excited about that.
1: Proud of you. Thanks. I keep moving my mic so you don't have to hear me chewing. That's okay. I appreciate that. Thanks. Well, Chelsea has to hear me cheering, but the listeners don't. I know. I can still hear you. Yeah. Loud and clear.
0: Have fun editing this episode. Because mm, I'm not doing this I one. keep
1: whacking myself <laughs> in my microphone.
0: Um, welcome to November. It is family-friendly month. Yay. And you might have guessed from the artwork on our Instagram. Thank you, Christy, with From Pin to Paper. We haven't seen it yet. So. We have not seen it yet, but I'm sure we have seen it at this point. Um... How, what's what's on it what's on it <laughs> well this episode is on it it's me as spongebob I'm hey, are you SpongeBob. spongebob in it or are I'm you gonna be sandy i'm gonna be spongebob i want to be spongebob i asked specifically for spongebob oh
1: damn it so you already know i
0: know because I, I don't know i'm, what I'm in my, control because i pay for it
1: i literally just am like
0: i send christy money and i'm like i want to be this
1: <laughs> if I send Christy money and I say I want to be this, will she turn me into that? Depends on how much money you hey, send. Christy, I will send you $25 to become a millionaire. Not enough. Me, millionaire. Not enough. How much would it cost me? A million dollars? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, I will be a
0: millionaire. Today we're starting episode one of SpongeBob the Musical. Whee! Whee!
1: <laughs> 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 I can't <feel laughs> I patch it up. <laughs> they so, all just shut this off, guys. This
0: episode is dedicated to Jared Popoff. Yeah! Bah, bah, bah! It's his favorite musical. Anyway, so today we're going to cover a little bit of SpongeBob the musical, um, which has a couple of different names, I will say. Um, it was originally titled *The SpongeBob Musical*, and oh god, and, oh, that doesn't roll off. and then it was titled *SpongeBob SquarePants: The Broadway Musical*, and then it was renamed *The SpongeBob Musical* for the national tour. So it's been a couple of different things, I know.
1: So, wait, so what do we call
0: it? I'm just gonna say this spongebob musical spongebob let's musical? just say spongebob the musical i was like
1: where's the the go i don't Sponge, know spongebob the square Pants. spongebob
0: the SquarePants the musical but drunk anyway Jesus. i don't know <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here i actually did get to see this musical on broadway Ooh. it was really cool because i got to go on the stage afterwards as well wait why i'll tell you why okay i'll tell you in a second so Um, let me get into this a little bit. And then when I get there, I'm almost there. I'm I'm almost there. Um, so it's a stage musical co-conceived and directed by Tina Landau with songs by various artists
1: and a book by Kyle Jarrow. And who is Kyle Jarrow or Jarrow? It was his birthday two weeks ago from when we were recording or this week, this past week. Do you, and you
0: recall who he yes, is. Yes, he also
1: wrote noir at the Alley Theater yeah. with Duncan Shike.
0: Yeah, he also wrote a, something else with Duncan Shike that I have never heard before. What's it is? I don't, I don't remember what it was called. That's not what it is? Let me find out. I, I saw it on Wikipedia, and I was like, eh. I'm going to
1: look it up. I'm curious. So,
0: anyway, but it was not successful. Um, ah. Much like...
1: Anyway, <laughs> much like I'm going uh... to stop. <laughs> stop right there. Anyway,
0: um, Choreography by Christopher Gatelli. Musical supervision by Tom Kitt, uh, uh, scenic and costume design by David Zinn, lighting design by Kevin Adams, projection design by Peter Negrini, sound design by Walter Trebach, and hair and wig design by Charles G. LaPointe, and here's my connection, music direction by Julie McBride. So Julie McBride is a friend of Dante's, and when I was up in New York in 2018, I was up there for about a month, and Donnie. Oh, yeah, when
1: you were sleeping in the closet?
0: I was sleeping in that closet that was right off the kitchen in, uh, uh, you know, in Hamilton Heights. It was great. I had a really nice time. I loved it. So She liked being in the closet. It was okay, a, I'm done. I'm so sorry. It was sorry. a very nice little closet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I very much enjoyed my time there because one of the things I got to do was go see Spongebob the musical, which I wasn't exactly excited to see. But when I got there, I was like, oh, this is good. Um, but Dante wanted me to meet her friends while I was up there to try to convince me to stay in New York. Yeah. And I was also trying to audition actively. And so she she set up an appointment um, for me to get kind of a coaching session with somebody at um, Telsey. And then she set me up with Julie. So I got to meet Julie and hang out with her for a little bit. So Julie McBride is the music director of Uh, Spongebob the musical and I got to watch her so act one I sat up in the nosebleed section which was the ticket that they got for me and then act two (laughs) thanks thanks no but it's fine because act two Julie like told somebody to come get me or I just moved down and asked and I got a much better seat in the orchestra stage right area and it Mm -hmm. was like Uh, It was um, a companion seat for an accessibility area, and there were no accessibility seating. So I was like, oh, I get a comfy chair. Um, So I did. I got a comfy chair. And the second, like the first act, I hated it. I was like, this is boring. I hate it.
1: From up in the wings.
0: From up in the wings, and there's all these children screaming. And then act two, I'm down in the fun area, and I get to see... her
1: intermission drink.
0: After my intermission drink. And I got to see Julie doing her thing a little closer up, which she's actively doing stuff the whole time not just playing piano and directing but like handing props to people and throwing shit on stage I'm like oh this is fun I had a much better time act too anyway so that's my connection and Julie brought me on stage afterwards I have a picture of me on stage on the set and apparently um Squidward is standing right behind me wait Gavin is Gavin Lee is standing right behind me I (laughs) adore him we'll talk about him in a second. I adore him. So, let's talk a Speaking little about more Irish. about this. I know I love, I he's he was a great squidward. But yeah, yes. he's apparently he's in that picture right behind me. I didn't realize who it was until Kevin Eddy looked at my picture. He's like, "Oh my god, that's Gavin. He's standing right behind you." Oh my god. How did he's you not so know? So
1: fucking adorable. He I is adorable. That. He's
0: just like a cool guy. Yeah. He was he was really nice. I heard him giving a tour to his family members. It was he was really sweet. Um, so on January 16th, 2014, the Flaming Lips lead singer Wayne Coyne, C-O-Y-N-E, mentioned... Thus, thus runs the, uh, the serial not knowing how to say words. Not knowing how to say words. <laughs> mentioned through Twitter that he was writing lyrics for a developing Spongebob musical. Official plans for the show were first announced at Nickelodeon's Upfront on uh, February 25th, 2015. The upfront presentation included a performance of the musical's opening number, Bikini Bottom Day. And on February 26th, yeah, Nickelodeon's chief operating officer, Sarah Kirschbaum Levy, told the Associated Press that the show was, quote-unquote, not definite. (laughs) Bum-bum-bum. Not definite. Might not have happened. Might not even happen. But, lo and behold, in August 2015, Nickelodeon announced that the show would premiere in Chicago before a Broadway run in late 2016. Its director, book author, and several of the musicians involved were also announced. So the full cast list was released in April 2016. Rehearsals for the show debut in Chicago. 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 I
1: remember when it was debuting, so all my friends in Chicago went to go see it. Why would you go to? Chicago?
0: Okay, they lived in Chicago. Oh, they lived in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I
1: would not travel to go
0: see the show. But okay, no, like my friends, my friends live in gotcha. Chicago. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the show's debut uh, happened in Chicago on April 11th. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Rehearsals for the show's debut in Chicago began on April 11th in New York. Okay. They rehearsed in New York for the show in Chicago. Yes, got it. that sounds that checks out. That was that was a weird way of putting that, but cool, got it. Sure. Throughout <laughs> early 2016, Nickelodeon executives met with Broadway theater owners to arrange its Broadway premiere. Michael Rydell of the New York Post stated that Broadway representatives were quote unquote impressed after seeing huh. a presentation of the show.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. In
0: late May of 2016, technical rehearsals for the show were conducted. Chris Jones of the Chicago Tribune stated that Nickelodeon was concerned about an incomplete Spongebob costume making it into a a photograph, spoiling a planned big reveal. Oh. So somebody spoiled the Spongebob costume. Oh, no. I mean, okay. So in June 2016... Gordon Cox of Variety reported that the musical's budget was between 15 and 20 million dollars. damn, SpongeBob. SquarePants? Jesus. B- oh my God, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> the show opened on June 7th, 2016 at the Oriental Theater in Chicago. And then it opened on Broadway December 4th, 2017 at the Palace Theater. The musical closed on September 16th, 2018. So that's literally like a month after I left, it closed. Oh, that's good, though, that you got to see it. I got to see it, yeah. Um. After 327 regular performances, without recouping its $18 million cost.
1: That's because of it. They probably, I wonder what the budget was just for the songwriters alone. I mean. That's where the money was. Yeah. Like, the set was, like.
0: The not, set was impressive, It was actually. impressive,
1: but, like, we've seen impressive sets. But think about the songwriters that they had writing songs.
0: Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. truly. But, I'm pretty sure Sting was a little bit more expensive. think that, yeah. <laughs> Judy Lopper, too, right? Not not Judy. Cindy um, Lopper. Cindy Lopper. Cindy uh, Lopper. Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they spent some money. Also, their bubble budget had to be insane.
1: <laughs> bubble budget. Bubble
0: budget. Bubble, bubble, bubble. bubble budget. I'm going to have a bubble budget in my life. <laughs> yes, that's what you have a wedding for. <laughs> that's true. I don't have any bubbles at the wedding. What? I know. I missed opportunity. Uh, anyway. i go back in time and do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> It's not too late. I'm just broke. <laughs> so, the New York Times noted um, that the musical had been financially underperforming compared with other large scale musicals, with it running strongest during school vacation periods and bringing in 1.5 million during Christmas week, with its lowest gross being 543,000 the week of April. So, this is definitely not a show that people want to go see even though it was a pretty badass musical i had a great time act one sucked act two was great but the kids <laughs> the kids were having a great time the whole the whole show um because there was a the plot was good there were bubbles i had fun anyway on uh, uh sorry the show's tony nominated orchestra orchestrations by tom kit utilized an orchestra of 18 for the Broadway production, including Mike Dobson, who served as live sound effects artist. On June 28th, 2016, Masterworks Broadway announced that the Chicago cast would record a cast album in early August, with Masterworks uh, producing the album. On September 14th, 2017, the full cast recording was made available on the NPR website. Go NPR! I know how much you love that. I love NPR! The cast recording was released in its physical form in stores, as well as on streaming sites on September 22, 2017, two months prior to the show's Broadway premiere. All tracks are written and composed by various artists, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Or, we already talked about it. Um, arrangements and orchestrations by Tom Kitt, and additional lyrics by Jonathan Colton. A non-equity North American tour opened on September 22, 2019 in Schenectady, New York at
1: proctor's theater the city i can't pronounce and schenectady i, I can say i can say that one
0: it. um and i remember when this tour was casting because yes. i i had just left when they started casting um and i heard all of the tea around it because i was still connected to those audition
1: boards because wasn't this is the one that was like the problem. This was the a equity problem. problem this, one,
0: yeah, because it was a non-equity tour. Yeah, and they were treating the actors like crap. Yeah, like it was way underpaid, and the fact that they would take a Broadway successful Broadway show that apparently well, underperformed. I mean, didn't it didn't re-cute, really recoup. Yeah. So maybe that's why it was non-equity. Yeah, and because Equity didn't want to invest in a yeah. tour like maybe
1: that's why maybe that's why that makes sense but i, think I just figured it out <laughs> like it's
0: just so low paying to the actors that there was a big old stink around this and they were anyway non-equity tours are just really frowned upon um but i had some friends that were auditioning for it anyway because job's a job right
1: i think we have a friend on a non actor tour right now
0: yeah yeah
1: who christina
0: oh oh yeah 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 but, hey, that's living the dream. Yeah, right. She's dream uh, like real. I said, job's a job. And yeah. she's living her, her best, best life. Mama life. Mama Morton life. And I'm sure as Mama Morton, she gets a little bit, like, treated better. But, mm-hmm. anyway. She gets something extra. Oh, something, something. Uh-huh. By the way, if, if the uh, Chicago non-equity tour comes through your town, say hi to Christina for us. You you might remember Christina from episode... One of them. One of them, back in in the COVID times. She's fabulous. um, We had Christina on our episode, and she's just the most positive, amazing human being in the world. Love her. Break legs, babe. Um, It was later announced, here we go, that the rest of that non-equity tour had been canceled due to COVID-19 pandemic, which forced theaters across the nation to close. A tour is scheduled for 2022 in Germany austria and switzerland a new production will tour the uk in 2023
1: oh so they're gonna fix it
0: they're gonna fix it (laughs) yeah i guess so okay so then there's the spongebob musical live on stage exclamation point on (laughs) october yay on october 17th 2019 nickelodeon announced it would air a television special of the show titled the spongebob musical live on stage exclamation point to be filmed in front of a live audience and feature members of the original Broadway cast, such as Ethan Slater, Danny Skinner, and Gavin Lee. Yay! Yay! On November 19th, 2019, it was announced that Tom Kenny would reprise his series role as Patchy the Pirate for the special and that it would air on December 17th, 2019. So, Patchy the Pirate is, are you ready,
1: kids? I, I, Captain. I can't hear you. I, 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 Captain.
0: Oh, that yeah, guy. That guy. The production was released on DVD, DVD on November 3rd, 2020, and includes both the full length version aired in December 2019 and the sing along version aired in January 2020.
1: It's apparently also on Amazon Prime and never have I ever been able to find it. I'm going to look like, for it. Hey, I not find it anywhere.
0: Before we record this, I'm going to remind myself of what things looked like. And yes, so I'm going to
1: find it. Like I cannot find it. It's driving me insane. Hmm. And I feel like it's because my Amazon Prime account is stuck in Australian code because of Ellie, My sister. Cool. So. Well, anyways, anyways
0: cast. A lot of the cast um oh, shit. They are uh, extended um or were replaced. Anyway, so we'll talk they about it or replaced. Or we're replaced. Those are really I mean, just well, the two maybe. options. Just the options. Um we're going to just focus on the 2016 Chicago and the 2017 here. Okay. Oogie, okay. cuz then there's the television special and the North American tour. I, yeah. I don't, really, don't really care, about, I don't really care about the North American tour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um SpongeBob SquarePants played by Ethan Slater.
1: Mm. We love Ethan. He won uh like best debut in this role. Oh, we'll get to like, it yeah oh sorry did you already say that not, sorry, I'm sorry, not sorry sorry there sorry yeah sorry sorry no because it's like Awards something where come later. i never actually knew about that award and then like i remember that's the first time i saw this guy and he has the darkest eyes i have ever seen in my entire life
0: he's precious and i i just don't want to see anybody else ever play spongebob honestly except Ethan. He's,
1: he's also like he's precious. wild
0: but he yes he is that the amount of stuff that they have spongebob doing is insane
1: i watched his warm-up on instagram like during the run Mm -hmm. because i followed him and i was just like holy shit this guy
0: (laughs) well he's he's got to climb a jungle gym at one you know like those those like round jungle gyms that are the domes domes with with
1: like the octagons Mm -hmm. inside yeah yeah he
0: has to climb one of those while he's suspended in the air up and around and through all the way up to the top
1: it's uh, a lot. It's, yeah. He
0: does a lot. The guy is lot. like jacked. He's jacked. Yeah. Yes. No, no. He can do it. Um, Patrick Starr played by Danny Skinner. Oh, I loved him. He's so him. cute. And he was um, original Chicago, original Broadway, and the television special. So I will say Ethan did all of those as well. Sandy Cheeks, um, Lily Cooper. Love her. Love her. So much. So much. She was in. Oh,
1: her? go ahead. Yeah, you know her. She was in the, um, she was in Spring Awakening. Uh, she was Marta in Spring Awakening. And then she also is about to do Pirates at Penzance. Oh, she was also. Which I'm just like. Did you know she was Susan in
0: Tick, Tick, Boom? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And Helen in Natasha Pier. She's apparently in POTUS right now.
1: Yes. Which I so hear is she's, really funny. and then she's doing Pirates. She works a lot with my friend Zelda. Um, she has, I think, right before COVID or a couple of years before COVID, she had a single come out that Zelda and Derek helped her with.
0: Okay. So I love Sandy. I thought I thought Lily did a great job. I might She's have so well, cute. I wonder if I saw Christina because Christina did replace Lily as
1: Eventually. Sandy. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I saw it towards the end of the Maybe I saw Christina, yeah. but either way, it was a really it was of Sandy was such a good character. She kind
1: of has this. Um, Lily has this very I don't even know how to it's very um husky like a husky voice.
0: I honestly don't remember it's very I don't remember the sound. Yeah. I, mean, I just but, Remember the character being amazing. I just love Sandy. It worked
1: for the character, and it's a beautiful. It's like it's such a unique voice that yeah. is has good tone. That is just amazing. She's a, like you cannot copy Lily Cooper.
0: Mmm, I love
1: that. And then Squidward G- Q
0: Tentacles G. <laughs> where did I get that? Squidward <laughs> Q Tentacles played by Gavin Lee for. All three of those things. Love him.
1: Can I talk about Gavin Lee really fast? Let me talk about Gavin Lee about Gavin first. Lee? Okay.
0: Um, he, I want to say he originated Bert and Mary Poppins. Okay, go.
1: He did. Okay, so he originated Bert and Mary Poppins on the west end. I saw uh, that Mary Poppins after he left and saw the other Gavin, Gavin Creel, mm-hmm. which I had to fight about with Gavin Creel right. after Waitress, but that's fine because I know it was Gavin Creel. Um, but Gavin Lee, I ended up seeing in the Grinch up in Chicago because he did that tour a couple, like that was right before. Was that the non I don't No, no, no. There was a I Grinch. remember
0: there was a non-equity audition. Oh, maybe it was equity it audition. It was up-ready. Nathan was up in New York auditioning for that. Um, yeah. He came and found me at the Pearl Studios when I was auditioning for something else. And we met up for lunch.
1: And I found out about the show because I... You know, it was like the music director of, I think, Once on this Island was playing Mm -hmm. The Grinch. So I think that's how I found out about it. And then I saw it was Gavin. But Gavin, he also played, I think he's on playing The Candlestick. Why can't I think of his name? Lumiere. Yeah, he did play
0: the the Lumiere.
1: He's doing it again, right? Or he's Uh, doing it right now. In the UK, right? I guess it is in the UK. Yeah, that's what I was seeing on his page. Gavin Lee has this hip-hop. And in every promotional photo of him in a musical... He has this hip pop and it literally like, I, I, you know what I'm just he's going go to like find all of his promotional photos and just like line them up because <laughs> they're all the same pose. <laughs> I dare you do it. <laughs> I will do that. And Heidi Blinkenstaff actually called him out on it, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> so anyways, that's Gavin Lee. He's, and he's adorable. And I found that photo of him with Chelsea, even though neither of them knew they were in the photo together. Nice. I totally just stalked your Facebook so hard. Thank you. You're
0: oh my god. <laughs> Sheldon J. Plankton, um, in Chicago was Nick Blimeer. Blimeer. And then Broadway was Wesley Taylor. Eugene Krabs was Carlos Lopez Are you in just Chicago. Wesley Taylor. Do you want to talk about? Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um, Wesley Taylor was Franz in *Rock of Ages*. Lucas and Adams family. Do, do we do not you want to talk
1: about how like Wesley Taylor is one of the most gorgeous men in the entire world? Who's like the best dancer ever?
0: Also gorgeous, yes.
1: And he he's engaged oh, to God. Isaac right now.
0: He was the sexiest. He's so plankton. sexy. I was attracted to Plankton, and I'm like, why am I so attracted to
1: Plankton? <laughs> yeah, no, he's so effing sexy. Gorgeous. And then he did like that was that Wizard in the Pinball or Wizard of Pinball musical, the Pinball musical. He went and did Tommy's the Who. That one, cool. I'm like, whatever the Pinball, pinball King is.
0: Wizard. We'll have to cover yeah, that. Yeah, so point. he
1: he did that but like the guy is like crossfit fit. Like crazy and he's just this magnificent. answer. who's
0: Tommy? Why did I get that back? Who's Tommy? I don't there know. There we go. Okay, Tommy. But anyway, it was
1: like you know, Wesley is like one of those people again. It just has one of those unique voices that you just cannot truly copy.
0: I remember every moment of his performance. I just like you just
1: skipped over. I was like, Because Whoa. I'm trying to just get through
0: okay. it. Okay. We have opinions about everybody no, here. No, no, no. But like, he is gorgeous. Thank you for stopping. It's all positive stop- opinions. Thank you for stopping because he yeah. is gorgeous. Thank you. Okay,
1: go well, ahead. Continue.
0: Um, Carlos Lopez is Eugene Krabs in Chicago. And then Brian Ray Norris replaced him on Broadway. Well, didn't replace him, but was... Uh, Broadway, cast, yeah. Uh, Eugene Krabs. My favorite character in the entire show next to Spongebob is Pearl, <sighs> Pearl Krabs.
1: Such a good role.
0: And Emmy uh, Raver Lampum played her in Chicago. And then Jalen Christine Lee Josie played her on Broadway. And uh, it was her Broadway premiere, which I thought was super Aww, fucking cool. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to see there wasn't much else about her because it was her broadway premiere but she fucking rocked the house
1: the pearl like just i haven't seen the show but like listening to the cast recording
0: pearl is Pearl's a soul track is amazing big voice yeah. soul first soulful singer it's it's a big fucking voice and it is a beautiful big fucking voice so One of my favorite characters, and she just got like standing ovations every time she walked on stage. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, she would walk on
1: the stage and I would give her a standing ovation.
0: Um, Karen Plankton, played by
1: Stephanie Hugh, um, and uh, Apache the Pirate. Do you want to say something? Stephanie Hugh is also in, um, I believe it's the woman who also moved into Alice by Heart because that's also where Wesley is from. Cool. They all kind of like, there's a big SpongeBob cast in Alice by Heart. Okay. Okay, sorry, continue. That's okay.
0: Um, Patrick the Pirate was Jason Michael Snow on in Chicago, John Rua on Broadway. The mayor for both shows is uh, Galen Gilliland. Gilliland. Oh, Gilliland. Gilliland. Yeah. Um, Perch Perkins, Calvin Moon Lowe, Mrs. Puff. I loved Mrs. Puff. Was Abby C. Smith. And Mrs. Puff. I didn't know Mrs. Puff was in the musical. Yeah, I love she is. Her. She is She's my favorite. Um, Gary the Snail. <laughs> ah! was just pre-recorded um in meow. chicago it was tom Kenny who pre-recorded and then alan k washington actually played the snail gary the snail um on broadway meow yeah,
1: meow I beep gary that's my dream i would role. love to be gary meow. the snail
0: old man jenkins was jc schuster on broadway uh chicago was mark ledbetter i know that name mark ledbetter
1: it wasn't led worse
0: right no Okay. Led better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Larry the Lobster, Alan K. Washington, the electric skates. Um Ooh. it looks like the same people except for the last person. So Curtis Holbrook in Chicago and New York, Logan Jones, uh, Chicago and New York, and then JC Schuster was in Chicago, Kyle Matthew Hamilton, New York. broadway and French narrator, Mark Ledbetter in Chicago and then Tom Kenny pre-recorded in New York. Huh. And the Sardine
1: Core uh, Annika so finally the like ensemble. <laughs> yeah, the ensemble, the <laughs> Sardines. Know people who were left.
0: Annika Phillips, John Rua, Laurelyn McClelland and Robert Taylor Jr. This is why they didn't Get all their funding back because there's a
1: huge, huge ass cast.
0: cast. Yeah. When I heard that SpongeBob was now going to be done by community theaters and stuff, I was yes. like, "Wow!" <laughs> well, because community theaters don't poom. You well, yeah, you don't have to, you, well, yeah, com- don't have to exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's a huge cast, so like, and you can you can flip flop. It it can be gender bent. It can be whatever you want it to be. So yeah. like, this is a good show to do with school age children and. If you can make the magic happen, you know, community theater you can stuff. You do Squidward Legs. Oh my gosh, um, it's so easy. It's so easy. I, like, James can make that. He loves making stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> notable replacements. Um, Catherine Ricafort played Stephanie Hugh, uh, replaced Stephanie Hugh as
1: Karen Plankton. That's who was in Alice by Heart was Catherine. Catherine Sorry, I, what I was like saying there, I was like, I know it was like an Erin yeah. or F- e- So those are the names I messed up. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah Catherine was in. Um, that was my heart. Anyways. And
0: then Christina Sejo replaced Lily Cooper as Sandy Cheeks in 2018. July 2018. Oh, so that's so who I guess you ended up seeing? I was there late. Oh, I was there Can in I August. Can I look at the photo? I just I did, pulled I did, the photo. I did see Christina Seju because I was there in August, like very late July, early August. I think I saw SpongeBob in August.
1: I'm going to find the photo. Okay. I'm going to corroborate I'm gonna keep that date. I'm going to keep going. It was August 21st, 2018.
0: Yeah, so I saw Christina. I did <laughs> yeah, see Christina. Yeah. The original Chicago production received mostly positive reviews. Dean Richards of WGN TV gave it an A plus, rating that the story is multi-layered for kids and adults. It all adds up to one of the most fun, well produced and best acted shows Chicago has ever seen or has seen in a long time. Oh
1: Christi- that's not that hard. Not that bad.
0: <laughs> um so it looks like Chicago liked it. Um, the Chicago Tribune praised Slater, Skinner, Cooper, and Lee um, but, uh, and said the biggest gamble, a score made, of, made up of singles by different songwriters and unified by orchestrator Tom Kitt, works quite beautifully. Nonetheless, he warned the transitions to Broadway now needs to involve a dialing back of excess and more attention to truth bikini bottom truth, sure, but metamorphic human versa- veracity. Similarly, Steve Oxman of variety praised the entertainment uh, invention and terrifically talented cast, but argued for a slight shift in worldview to truly engage the broadcast the sorry the broadest audience. So Chicago huh. Chicago liked it.
1: Maybe it would have the done better. Because I said it was like too long and it didn't have a, a central yes. theme.
0: It was very long. It didn't seem to have a central theme until act two for me, yeah. um, which is fine. So anyway, um, Ben Bratley of the New York Times called the Broadway production a ginormous giggle of a show. <laughs> and particularly, I would love to be called a, a be giggle a of a show. Eagle. yeah. Right? Praised Slater's performance as a titular, as the titular character. Love that word. Titular. Titular. Marilyn Stasio of The Variety stated the show provided a good amount of giddy, goofy fun for all audiences. So they liked it, but thought that the plot was drawn out when it got to New York, um, that it's a novelty of a show and just meh. Um, (laughs) But then The Guardian called the main plot Bottom Feeder Low and subplots roundly ignorable, resulting in a show that, quote-unquote, is as perfunctorily entertaining as it is insistently forgettable. I
1: do not think this is going to be getting a revival.
0: I don't think so, no. Probably not. But it was quite fun to watch.
1: We'll go on in history as most produced Uh, uh, high school, musical, outside of...
0: More than An likely. More <laughs> than likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two thousand eighteen Outer Critics Circle Awards. They did win the Outstanding New Broadway musical.
1: Woohoo! Okay, okay heard.
0: Kyle Jarrow was nominated for Best Brook Book. Brook? But he did not win. Um, they did win outstanding new score. Okay. With all of the... Who, okay, who, you ready? Sorry, who wrote it? Here's who wrote the score. Okay. Yolanda Adams, Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, Sarah Borales John Colton, Alex Ebert, The Flaming Lips, Lady Antebellum, Cindy Lauper, Rod Hyman, John Legend, Panic at the Disco, which what? I didn't realize. Oh, I my God. I think they God. did the uh, Pirate Song. I think. Fuck yeah. yeah. I love Panic at the Disco. Plain White Tees also love. Oh, my God. Um... The Mighty B Giants, T.I. Uh, Damani, Lil C., David Bowie. What the fuck, really? Yeah.
1: Brian Eno,
0: <laughs> Andy Paley, Tom Kinney, Derek Dryman, Mark Harrison, Steven Hillenberg, Blaze Smith, and Tom Kitt. Um, and I, I totally blazed over it here, but Steven Tyler fucking loves Steven Tyler. Yeah, you're
1: like, you're <laughs> like. So that's what I remember. It was like, it's. Even like with the, it's a bazillion people. It's it's like a lot of super duper well known people. This is
0: why they didn't recoup. There also isn't. Is Lady
1: Annabel is? Does she have a new name now? I don't know. I, I thought she, there was like some sort of lawsuit. Anyways,
0: I don't know. Anyway, they won outstanding new score um for the Outer Critics Circle Award.
1: They also <laughs> a won lot of, a lot of statues. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Tina Landau also won outstanding director of a musical. Ethan Slater won Outstanding Actor in a Musical. Woo! Gavin Lee was nominated, but didn't win Outstanding Feature Actor in a Musical. Oh, Christopher Gatelli was also nominated for Outstanding Choreography, did not win. Outstanding Set Design, Outstanding Costume Design, Outstanding Lighting Design, and Outstanding Orchestrations, they were nominated and did not win. And then the Drama League Awards. Outstanding Production of a Broadway or Off-Broadway Musical, they were nominated, they did not win. Drama Desk Awards. But there's a lot of awards here, okay? Oh, yeah. I was going like, to tell I was you what they, I was like, huh? Um, there's a lot here to unpack. Outstanding musical, outstanding actor in a musical, outstanding featured actor in a musical, outstanding director in a musical, one, 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 one. one. So Ethan Slater, Gavin Lee, Tina Landau. Outstanding choreography, outstanding book, outstanding orchestrations, nominated, not one. Outstanding set design, they won. Um, Outstanding costume design, they did not win. Outstanding projection design, did not win. Outstanding wig and hair, they did win. Talked about the projections. I feel like the whole show is projections. The whole show is projections. We'll talk about it more um, on the next episode. Um, Then there's Cheetah Rivera Awards. Um, I'm going to skip past that. And then let's go to the Tonys. Tony, 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 Tony. Tony. Well, um, they won one thing. They were nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve things. They were nominated for That's twelve like quite things. Quite a few. <laughs> a lot. But they only brought home the Tony for best scenic design of a musical. And I agree. I think the scenic design was really fucking cool. Um, but they were nominated at least at the Tonys for best musical, best performance by an actor, Ethan Slater. Um, best performance by an actor in a feature role in a musical. Gavin Lee, best book. Kyle Jarrow, best original score. All those people from before. <laughs> best direction of a musical. Best orchestrations. Best choreography. Best sound design. Best uh, costume design, and best design of a mu- Best lighting design of a musical. But did not win any of those. But they were nominated, mm. so that's cool. And then theater world awards. Ethan Slater was an honoree mm-hmm. and won, I guess. But he's an
1: honoree, so yeah. Well, and Theater then World. he won whatever I was whatever award it was yes. where it was like best debut. Best debut. Um, but the, the choreography—I mean, like that makes—I think people knew it was like it was. It's. I think when the reviews said it it was like it was a spectacle of a show, mm-hmm. but that's all it was. That's all. It which really was. was. Good. <laughs> I, I.
0: I wish the plot had been more succinct, and I wish Act One had been ha- as action-packed as Act Two. Act oh, okay. two was just so
1: good. Was it like, like Act one, I feel like it's just introductions, being like, "Look, we're a musical now," and then yeah. Act two is like, "Oh, now the it was world like, is falling."
0: Yeah, it was like all the best um, jokes from SpongeBob. Yeah. In Act one, it was like watching a SpongeBob episode,
1: and Maybe then it was we like, just go back and do a concert version of Act one. Ugh,
0: ick. And then like, <laughs> okay, no, because Act two was just so good, and I I can't tell if it was the writing. Orpheus was my seat. I really can't tell, but I, I'm pretty sure it was the writing it was and my seat. Probably a mixture seat. of the both.
1: Yeah, like, like <laughs> both. yeah it was probably both.
0: Yeah, I had I had fun watching it. They they had a good time on stage. You can tell they were having a good time in the pit. They were like jamming and playing and throwing shit on stage. And there were bubbles and there's oh stuff. It was just cool.
1: Imagine if this turned into like a like a Rocky whore where you start to like the audience starts to throw shit onto the stage.
0: Oh. I mean, honestly. Not impossible, not impossible. Fancy that! Not impossible. I was like, and then
1: I was like, oh yeah, it's I know. Also in Gideon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's um, that's the beginning of what I have for SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Sponge, pants, sponge, I got here like pants. Nickelodeon
1: walking down our door when we try and put that in come our episode. At <laughs> come
0: at me, come Nickelodeon, <laughs> <laughs> bitches. Bitch, are they oh, wow. we, wait? Are they owned by Disney
1: yet? I don't, I don't think so. I'm, a fr- I'm terrified of Disney. <laughs> I'm terrified of Disney. That's I'm, why I'm like That's why we haven't done Lion King yet. <laughs> nah.
0: But we did. We did. We, we did Frozen. Disney.
1: But yeah. Frozen and Lion King are two. There's a lot more entities with Lion King. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. I would love to cover Lion King. I got to music direct it once and it was bomb.
1: I almost was like, why don't we make that family friendly? And if you looked at our artwork, I'm assuming I'm not a lion in it. Um, I might look like some sort of animal, though. Maybe
0: you might be an animal. Maybe you might be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but I was like, nope, I don't want to deal with Alton John quite yet. (laughs) So So I, you know who I do enjoy dealing with? Me. No. Oh my god, we're gonna have that weird. We're having that weird. You enjoy dealing with me. I enjoy dealing with our patrons. Yeah, them too. Figuring that out. Thanks, uh, thank you, patrons, for supporting the show. I owe you a lot of videos. I promise it'll be up probably by the time we get Emily. to this video. Emily. It's just because I fucking upload. Oh. <gasps> but if you'd like to support us in other ways, you can support us by um, following us anywhere you get this. You're listening to this podcast, and if you're on Apple or Spotify, you can scroll down and press the
0: furthest star to the right and leave us a
1: review. <laughs> Woo! um okay so i said it last week and i we recorded this the same day so maybe we've already gotten the 10 Mm -hmm. but uh, if you leave us a review the first time people to leave us a review and screenshot their review and send it to us on instagram they're going to get a sticker a sticker so do that. That'd be great. Thanks. We appreciate you. On I think it's on Apple that really is the only place you can like leave a review. Yeah. But if you also want to go to Spotify and just press it anyways, um, yeah. That'd be great too. Maybe you'll get two entries into. Maybe you'll get two stickers. Two stickers. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but send that to us at Wines and Dolls, at Wines and Dolls on Instagram. Um, but if you would like to follow us on all the other social medias, you can find us at Wines and Dolls, and you can always email us at winesanddolls at gmail and please send us your listener. Uh, Stories as well. We want to bring those back. I Mm -hmm. think there's probably a fifth Thursday at some point that we're that's approaching. So we need we need some thanks. And if you would like to find any direct links, you can find them at (coughs) winesanddolls.com. My voice is going away. So with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily, and this has been.
0: Bye. 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 Bye.